Hello, everybody. This is Greg Diedrich, and I want to welcome you to Iron Bell Ministries podcast. I'm here today with Stephen McWhorter. Hello. Great to have you here, Stephen. And uh, of course, I'm kind of always here. <laughs> you are. But and so is it really great? <laughs> you're there. You're here on my terms, though. So. Okay. Good. Be, be be nice or I will be nice to you. <laughs> okay. But today we've been doing a series of podcasts on the birthing of the, the music within the ministry. Mm-hmm. And I know you've heard from some other people on earlier podcasts and really started to set the tone for why we did the music and mm-hmm. how we ventured into it. And you really came on board at uh, the right time. You know, God, God moves in his timing and we knew this is something that the Lord wanted to do. And so he brought you in at just the right time to begin the process of moving from you know just doing worship nights which Mm. were really good and and really trying to hear from him and lead people into intimacy to saying what would happen if we really started to write music from an encounter with him from being you know affected by the ministry and you came in uh several years ago and god really began to work on you in that way Mm. yeah um it's so funny too because for me you know um my journey was really this place like when i was I can remember literally being like the the cliche like young little boy with a with a with a singing into a hairbrush, which is really ironic because I'm bald now. <laughs> it was prophetic. <laughs> no need for this hairbrush. I might as well sing into it. Right. It's good for something. So uh, anyway, so funny, you know. So it's funny. Like God kind of even at a young age, God put this. He does mm. this with all of us. He puts this little taste, yeah, of this thing that is He's going to use. You know, that's a gift that he's given us and we don't really know what it is and as time goes on in this world on this side of you know eternity it often gets distorted Hmm. uh, by life and Mm -hmm. by um, you know desires that aren't from the lord yeah Uh, because really i think they're more the product of going at it without him Mm -hmm. right and they start to get really funny looking and ugly and um even what what is ugly to us becomes good. We're like, I want that thing, whatever that is. And yeah. we don't understand just how distorted it is mm-hmm. and how much it's going to hurt us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody can relate to that and whatever it is that you've, that you've dreamed for or hoped for. And uh, same thing with me with music, you know. So even at a young age, I knew I wanted to do that. Starting when I was like 13, I started playing music and getting involved really quickly. You know, touring, like touring. I won't even say that. Let's just say playing dives with, you know, bands. and <laughs> Going uh, around and playing <laughs> yeah, in different right. places, right? That, that sounds a little bit more realistic. So, uh, you know, and uh, I even dabbled with some songwriting, you know, towards mm-hmm. my younger 20s and you know, late teens. But it wasn't really anything that I felt like connected. And I was in bands, um, secular bands and stuff that I did. And... None of it seemed to really click. It was just me mm-hmm. trying to go after this thing I thought I should want. And I saw myself get hurt a lot. I saw myself really go get bitter mm-hmm. and begin to get jaded and go, man, why am I, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. You know, why do I even have this desire? And even after becoming a Christian, like my story, I won't get into my salvation story right now. Uh, but, you know, just suffice to say, you know, former meth addict. Uh, radically saved, brought to the mm-hmm. Lord. So even after that encounter with the Lord just radically saved me and brought me into this, I started using this gift. But even still, I'm operating out of that distortion, mm. you know, of like, okay, now I'm a Christian. So now I'm going to do this mm-hmm. thing the way I think I think it should be done. Yeah. 
yeah. and the Lord's going to give it to me. It's that I've got a plan, Lord, now bless it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Instead of what's your plan, I know it's already blessed. Yeah. We like to say a lot around here is like, we're a lot like Abraham, where we got the purposes of God to go off and do this thing, but not the plans of God. So we're, we're prone to grabbing Hagar and birthing Ishmael. That's so good. And I've, we've quoted that. Everyone here has quoted that more times than we can count because yeah. it's so applicable um, to life. So I came out of that season where I'm really trying to make sense of it. So I, I go, you know, hey, I'm gonna, I'm now a Christian. I'm a singer and I'm a song. I play guitar and stuff. I'm going to be a worship leader, you know. Mm-hmm. So somebody gave me a job and I started just doing what it seems like you should do. Right. Um, you know, hey, I'll be successful in this. And you know, most people won't admit it. They're like, I'm here to serve the Lord. But we, uh, as soon as a bigger church comes along, we jump right on it because mm-hmm. <laughs> we're still climbing that ladder. Mm-hmm. We're still trying to mm-hmm. do this thing. Right? Yeah. Self actualize. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I was in that place, and um, at one point, I remember just being really jaded about it, and I was done. Mm -hmm. Like, I was done. I would suffice it to say that I was like, okay, I just need to make a living Mm -hmm. and get by and take care of my family. And if that's even in ministry, is I'm a worship leader. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I'm like, if it'll pay the bills, fine. Clock me in, clock me out. Uh, You know, I'm done with this thing. Yeah. and I had a friend of mine, a close friend of mine that really encouraged me, uh, Matt Davidson, mm-hmm. really encouraged me to try to start writing again. Wow. And uh, I remember Matt really encouraging me. That's a big deal that he was like, you need to go after this. You're, you know, you're more than just a cover singer. You know, you need to do this. And so uh, he was he was killed in a car wreck, mm-hmm. um, you know, not long after that. And uh, it was a big hit to me and many others um, yeah. that knew him. And after that uh, funeral, um, I remembered uh, praying and just saying, God, I think I'm going to try to do this again. And Mm -hmm. um, long story short, uh, eventually I felt the Lord leading me um, out of worship ministry, like saying, Mm. you know what? Uh, It was the first time where I'd ever just said, I wonder if God can speak to me, (laughs) like really speak to me, not just like. Uh, you know, hey, the Bible says this, I'm going to go do that. Right. No, that is the Lord. Don't want to be taken as a heretic here, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, speak to me like we read about in the Bible. Like, mm-hmm. specifically speak to me about my life circumstances in a way that, like, poke through reality in a way that mm-hmm. makes me go, whoa, God's real, right? Yeah. Um, so I begin this process of just, like, spiritual disciplines, you know, mm-hmm. really, really going off and just getting alone with him, doing hermitages, all this kind of stuff that, quite frankly, I'd never really done mm-hmm. in that way before. And uh, through this journey, um, I felt like I was learning to listen to the Lord for the first time. And I still hadn't had it down. It was just this process of uh, of God speaking to me through my thoughts, through circumstances, through all these other things. And uh, I felt like the Lord was calling me into something that was either a midlife crisis or it was him. <laughs> you were too young for that. <laughs> no. Okay, well, a crisis. <laughs> a huge mistake. I'll tell you about a midlife crisis. <laughs> was it when I showed up? <laughs> I, I, had, I had a bonafide one. You did the minor one. <laughs> okay, good, good. All right, I'll, have, I'll be the minor one. Uh, so anyways, I just felt like uh, you know I was supposed to leave full-time worship leader mm-hmm. at a church um, which I had a salary, the whole nine mm-hmm. yards. Safe place. Kids, you know, uh, and everything. And I, I was like, okay, um, God, what am I doing? I'm going to be a songwriter. I don't even know where to start. Well, how do I do that? Mm. You know, where do I even go? Who would hire me? How do I make a living? Right. It's like, the Lord's <laughs> like, just shut up and do the first thing. Right. So start writing. I, I started writing. And during that time, I put my six months notice in at the church, six months, because I want to get plenty, plenty of time and mm-hmm. be honorable to the leadership there. And so at the end of this, I was like, 
okay, um, God, <laughs> have I made a terrible mistake because I don't have a job. I don't know what I'm doing. And in that season, I was coming here during this little, like yeah. those couple months there, I was coming here to the Iron Ball. Somebody told me about this place. They said, hey, it's this really great place where you can just pray uh, and spend time with the Lord. And I was like, that sounds like yeah, exactly. You were showing up on Wednesday mornings. Yeah, that sounds exactly like I want to do right now as yeah. I'm trying to figure out what I'm supposed to go, where I'm supposed to go and what yeah. I'm supposed to do, right? So funny. This was never on my radar is where I would end <laughs> up. But uh, the Lord was like, no, just, you know, go there. So I came here and I started just hanging out in the back on Wednesday yeah. mornings because Wednesday mornings here from 7 to 11 now. Mm -hmm. uh, we have prayer time where there's somebody playing music quietly in the corner and you can just sit in the room here at the Iron Bow Ministries. And I uh, just spend time with the Lord. It's mm -hmm. totally undirected outside of the fact that it creates an atmosphere for you to right. just be with mm -hmm. him and listen to him and talk with him and and that's what i did and it became like one of the highlights of my week mm. aside from being my, my, my wife <laughs> <laughs> that Outside was out of your family <laughs> <laughs> that's not really bad when i got away oh. from them no uh no it was really great and i just felt the lord really speak to me and start to bring peace on my heart mm -hmm. uh during a time where i was like Oh my gosh, what have I done? Could have been full of anxiety. Yeah. yeah uh, and I started getting some offers for some churches, but I felt like I would just be going right back into what I just left. Right. So I was given this chance to just be with him for a season and make sense of some stuff. Long story short, somebody came in and offered me a salary. Uh, this is just God. It's mm. so good. When you step out in faith into something, mm. he provides in the most, in ways that you can never know. Which is why it takes faith, because mm -hmm. you would have an anxiety attack, you right. know. Uh, so I, I stepped into this thing, and someone popped into my life and said, "Hey, we'd like to pay you salary to help book worship teams and leader and, and bands for our church on Sunday. You don't even have to be there." And yeah. it was how much I was making at the church before as a full-time worship leader. Wow! So now here I am with all this time to write and just be with the Lord. It's it's unimaginable. Oh, Most crazy. people would never imagine anything like that. Uh, but God had it on His heart, and mm -hmm. um, so. Here I am. I'm just hanging out here. And one, one, one Wednesday morning, you guys come up and say, hey, we, we would love. And I've gotten to know you guys at this mm -hmm. time and done some life with you. And you've really spoken to me. And I was drastically affected here by the prayer team mm -hmm. where the Lord just spoke my identity, mm -hmm. and my destiny purpose. over me, and my purpose. And uh, you guys kind of came to me and said, you know, uh, Stephen, we feel like you're a worship warrior. You know, you mm -hmm. see the Lord really doing this on your life, that um, you're the tip of the spear mm -hmm. in the sense that, you know, that the Lord just wants to break into a room mm -hmm. through worship, mm -hmm. um, into, into this culture and through worship. And those kind of words had never been spoken over me in that way. It had always mm -hmm. been... Uh, you're you're got a good voice or you can play well and mm -hmm. so you should be the person doing this it right. was never no we see the spirit of the lord on your life right. that's the thing that's important mm. and that was that was really new which is funny to be in church so long to be doing ministry and that's the first i really experienced that wow. being the thing that was encouraged and cultivated yeah and so um in fact i remember um Shelley told the story on a, a couple podcasts ago around um, she was around the table talking to the musicians at that time just saying she felt confident the Lord wanted to birth something, a sound from this barn yeah. and that it would take greater intimacy and it would require us to really go to a place we hadn't been 
And at that time, you weren't even sitting at the table. You weren't even involved in the ministry. And the way you came into the ministry, as you described, was just in the back of the room, experiencing the presence of God, seeking Him. And for a long time, we didn't even know you were there. I mean, you were just one of the people who were there. And then uh, God connected us, and out of that, really kind of spoke to us and just said, it's time to move forward, and this is the guy who's going to be the tip of the spear. So uh, it's just really neat to see how God works and throughout all those different pieces. It is, and uh, I'm grateful to be a part of it, especially as we're you know getting ready to step into this season. Um, this new season, you know, where we're going to launch mm-hmm. the music officially this July. Um, it's so exciting to see God's process. But, you know, here I am, you guys come, you asked me to, to oversee this and to help write songs for this ministry, to oversee songwriters, just all this stuff just started happening that the Lord had spoken. And uh, through this, you know, I really here started learning about the importance of getting to know the Lord, mm-hmm. not just know about Him mm-hmm. through being scholastic right. and studying, you know, the Word, which is important, super important. I have to have that to know Him, but m- more than that, like spending time with Him, mm-hmm. with it, and really understanding His character and His nature, right. and being able to talk to Him and, and come and do adoration prayer, where I'm mm-hmm. like, God, I, I, I'm not going to come beg and plead with you mm-hmm. um, to be who You've already said You are. You're the God that saves. Right. You're the God that provides. Mm-hmm. obviously um you're the god that is for me mm-hmm. um that this this dream that i had that i thought i couldn't have because uh, i'm not allowed or something it mm-hmm. was it was actually birthed in your heart long before it was birthed in mm-hmm. mine and because you're the god that's for me because you're the jeremiah 29 11 god that the god that has a better than plan the god who has a plan not to harm but to prosper mm-hmm. to give hope and a future it's all these things and it, it started doing something in my heart that now when i write songs um, they are birthed out of intimacy with him. Yeah. And there's something on them that you can't manufacture. Right. Like you can't be like, Hey, you've got three hours in this room, write a hit. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's not that it's like, uh, it's what Joel and I was, would talk about. We say, you know, it's that God, we, we want to write the language to you, not mm-hmm. just the next hit. Right. You know, we want to, we want to write something that's people's way of talking with you. And, yeah. Um, declaring who you are intimately yeah. and powerfully. Yeah, I loved seeing how with you and, and with Joel as well, just how as you encountered God in deeper ways, as you mm-hmm. got to knew Him intimately, from that depth came songs. Yeah, They were birthed out of your encounter with God, your understanding of who He is and how He works, Yeah, uh, rather than um, the other way around, where you try to write songs just out of to your point, good craft. And that's yeah. what that's what gives them what I like to call the gravitas, the mm-hmm. power. That's good. And you know, uh, it seems like I, was, I should say this, you know, a lot of people hear me sing it and see me do what I do and they may think, well, this guy knows that he's really good at what he does. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing for me has always been confidence. Mm-hmm. Like the perfectionist in me never says it's good enough. Mm-hmm. And so I have a hard time ever doing anything or used to have a hard time ever doing anything Mm. and not go that wasn't good enough yeah that was just terrible who are you kidding yeah and i'm learning and the first time in the barn you guys said take this weekend and uh and just write hang out in the barn just you and the lord and i was like what okay (laughs) 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 it's it's just another taste of this culture here it was amazing and i was like okay so i just hung out with the lord and i remembered like recording and writing the song here and i was doing that age-old thing Mm -hmm. where i'm going this is this is junk who am i kidding what am i doing oh my gosh this is so stupid and uh and so i i sat there with the lord and i said you know what god what do you think about this 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to hit play. No one's in this room but me and you. And I want you to tell me in a way that only you can speak. And tell me what you think about this. And I felt, as I played it, I felt the joy of the Lord, like the pleasure of the Lord on me in a way that I've never experienced before. I get emotional even now just thinking about it. Because it was one of those moments where the Lord tore a bunch of stuff up. Yeah. And that song was God That Saves. Wow. (laughs) And it's like... That's the song we're leading with. Wow. It's really powerful. So I think, you know, God has this way of not only bringing our dreams into reality, but a way of... Um, healing those places mm. in us mm-hmm. that are really what the dream's about. Yeah. Right? right. The dream's great. And it's like, yeah, yeah oh, hey, you're a big deal, uh, which that's not what it's about. But it's that, no, I want that heart. Yeah. I want that thing inside. I want you, the yeah. core of you healed. Yeah. So that you can step into the full manifestation of who you're called to be in this world, which is actually going to bring Jesus yeah. his full reward. Yeah. Which is what it's all about. His it's testimony. about getting it, everything back to him. Mm-hmm. And only when we step into that place where he heals all that and that journey that we begin to do that, that it's more than just music. Mm-hmm. We're giving Jesus what he deserves, mm-hmm. what he's always deserved. Yeah. And, um, that's you know, what thing. you just described is just the part, the process of partnership. Yeah. You know, where we surrender, we yeah. listen, we let God inform us of things, mm-hmm. you know, where you, you listen to his voice and say, what do you think about it? Because you know, there's a lot of voices that could come and speak into that and they're in your head and they're in other people. And, oh, yeah. and, and, and you listen to the voice of God just say, you know, I love this. And it really, as a result, that one single act of believing God instead of believing the lies really launched us into the writing of songs Yeah, as a ministry. That is just how powerful that yeah. is. That is why it's always been the battle uh, of truth over mm-hmm. lies. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the battle. That's where the yeah. warfare is happening. Right. And that's what the Lord's fighting for. He's fighting over that. Yeah. For and, you. and there's people listening today to this podcast. I know who are, who know they have a destiny and a purpose inside of them. And you mm. knew it. You, you were trying to find the right and purest form of it. And you were fighting for it. And it was difficult. But as when you agreed with what God said. Yeah. And when you listen to people who were had God's perspective for you, mm-hmm. that it got imprinted and got launched in you. And I yeah. think that's true for people listening today, that if you know God has a purpose for you, yeah. when you agree with him and what he says about mm-hmm. you and the purpose he's planted in you, that will launch you. And don't let the enemy or naysayers say something that's against mm-hmm. what you know God is saying. Because when you hear the voice of God say the thing that he's always been trying to say he's actually always been saying it Mm -hmm. but when you hear it for the Mm -hmm. first time it shifts something and not just in you but in the earth Mm -hmm. that is so powerful um it's it's not it's not quantifiable it's Mm -hmm. what it's doing and and the repercussions of Mm -hmm. that moment right where you hear the word of god where you hear what god really says about you and about him and you agree with it yeah what happens there, the ripple effect from that, you can't begin to quantify. No, it's, it's, that's in essence faith. Hmm. And it says, the Bible says you have faith even as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move. And what you just described is that process of agreeing with God, yeah. having faith in Him, and letting Him be the voice of authority. And it shifted everything. Amen. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what else to say after that. We're, we're both going to Let's gonna, do a virtual, a virtual yeah. altar call. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know what? Let's, let's 
Um, did you have anything else in your heart? No, I want you to know, pray over uh, the people listening. Let's do it. Um, Heavenly Father, I just know you have some people who are listening right now to this podcast, and, and the spirit inside of them is burning and saying, Lord, I know you've created me for something. I know yeah. there's a purpose you've you've embedded in me. And yeah. Ephesians 2.10, I'm a workmanship that you've created to do something that expresses your kingdom that only I can do. And the enemy has told me that I can't. The enemy told, has told me that you can't, Lord. The enemy has told me that I'm not good enough, that I don't have what it takes, that I don't measure up. All these things that are against me. And Lord, we agree right now that you are for us and the purpose you've created us for, and nothing can thwart that. Nothing can thwart your plans, and nothing can thwart the destinies that you've given us when we say, Lord, we trust you. We agree with you. Mm. Yes, God, we just say you are the God that restores and redeems and renews. Um, God, I just thank you that you're the God who speaks. Your voice is so powerful, Lord. Um, that psalm that says your voice twists the mighty oak, uh, mm. that your voice, God, it pierces through everything it creates, it renews, and it restores your voice, um, Lord, is so powerful. And we want to be a people that really hear it, God. Um, we want to be a people that really hear what you're saying, Lord. And we know the dreams that you've given us have always been good, and they were birthed in your heart first, God. Um, will you just show us what they really look like in you so we can step into them with you, God? Uh, we just say, God, right now, for anyone that's listening, just say, begin to remove the distortion of that dream, um, Lord, and let them see what mm-hmm. you always intended it to be. Yes, uh, and it starts with just stepping out and trusting you to be the God that is faithful, Lord. Mm-hmm. You are not like a man that you lie and that you disappoint. Um, Lord, you are faithful, entirely faithful in all your ways and in all that you do. And today we worship you and adore you as the God of the better than plan, as the faithful God, um, as the God who saves, restores, and renews, not just out of, not just salvation, um, mm-hmm. but you restore and renew and save us, um, our hearts, God, the, you know, from, from lies into truth. And we just thank you, God. We love you. Yes, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, very good. Thanks for tuning yeah. in. Stay tuned because the the music's going to be uh, coming out soon. Yeah, and you know we, we want you guys to stay connected with us on that. And so one of the ways that you can do that, um, this is important, is go to ironbellmusic.com. Go to ironbellmusic.com. You can put your email address in, and right there we will be able to stay connected with you and let you know the release of the music um, as we release singles in July, as we release the first single in July, and many other exciting things that we're excited about. It's not just... Music Again, like we're talking today, it is uh, this journey into the character and the nature of God and the knowledge of God that puts us in this place where we learn to fall more in love with Him just by getting to know Him uh, on a deeper and more intimate level. So, uh, Amen. Yeah, that's it for thanks us. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks for sticking it out with us here at Iron Bill Ministries Podcast. And have a great week. 